Table for two. two it's two. Kyle. And Justin. What's up, guys? We're, uh, I think, episode three now. Um, we got Justin's grandpa on here. The grandpa. That's what we call him. Uh, my grandfather's been telling us the same stories since I don't even know when, as long as I could remember, at least 20 years. And the details are are awesome. And um, he's probably the greatest storyteller that I've ever been around. And he is going to open up about his experiences with UFOs. Um, he has had a few sightings um, within his lifetime and just some very interesting uh, conversation. I'm still blown away by all these all this UFO talk. Um, I will say he's got a narrator voice. Like mm-hmm. he could be on movies just talking. I don't, I don't know if it, the story would fit very well. I think he'd get maybe a little lost. Right. T- t- telling his own stories or whatever, <laughs> but um, yeah, incredible storyteller and just powerful voice. Easy to listen to. Oh yeah. And he'll talk your ear off too, man. And so I think we talked about in our, one of our intro episodes, but he's a great storyteller, great speaker. And it, you know, sometimes in this episode, you know, as it's still being edited, um, you might get a Bigfoot story here or an Arnold Schwarzenegger story there, (laughs) or a time when he had crocodiles in his basement as pets there. So it's, it's interesting nonetheless. Yeah. Stay tuned. This one's, uh, you might have to take notes to keep this story straight. That's right. So thanks here, for doing this, Grandpa. Here we go. gentlemen back at it with table for two very special guest on the show today my grandfather bill galewood uh thank you so much for being here grandpa appreciate it uh my grandfather's best storyteller that i know and today he's going to tell us the true story of the time or times that he's come encounter with uh ufos so i'm looking forward to it um Grandpa, thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it. Okay, I'm, I'm glad to be here and to tell a few stories here, King. Uh, to start with, in 1957, <clears throat> I was going out with a girl at the time. I wasn't married to Grandma. <laughs> not to Grandma, not your no, no. so, Grandma. So we were on Riverview Road, parked off. It was like right on the main street, but it was a little where you could pull over, you know, a little pullover spot. So it was in the fall. There was no leaves on the trees. And we're sitting in the car, and I looked at I said, what's that? It looked like a falling star. It came down, and, and I'm talking about in a matter of seconds. Yeah. It went down behind these trees, and you could just see it passing by the trees with no leaves on them. Mm-hmm. Swung out into the opening, and I had a 50 Cadillac at the time. This thing went right by the side of the car, I swear to God, and sat down behind it. Maybe uh, 30, 40 foot in diameter. It looked like the color of the moon just come down and landed smaller. When I looked in a wow. rear room mirror, all you seen was the light, the white light. Mm. I could have got out of the car, which I probably should have done, and yeah. walked up to this thing and touched it. But the girl started crying, she started screaming, and then she scared the hell out of me. Yeah, <laughs> I, sure. put that, I put that Cadillac in drive and floored that mother. 
<laughs> so she lived down the road on Riverview Road, just north of there. So coming home that night, I didn't know there was any other way to get out of there, to go back. So I had to go by where I seen that UFO. Oh, so when I went through it, I was doing about 90. Uh, <laughs> I said, if that UFO is in the road, I'll go right over the top. <laughs> so now, uh, here, I'm going to tell you something that goes continues into the same story in, in a way. <clears throat> so right across from there, there, there was a regular parking area inside Bexhill Park. And we're sitting in there, and uh, I seen a light on the railroad tracks. There's a railroad tracks that come through there. It was like an orangish light. And I said, what the hell is that? So I met my buddy, because he was taking out some girl in the same area. And we got in his car, and I said, let's go down the railroad tracks. Because mm -hmm. this thing's going to eventually, if it's coming down the tracks, it's going to be there. So we were sitting right on the railroad tracks on, uh, I think it was a stone road, right by the canal there. And sure enough, here comes this light coming down the tracks. And I'm telling you, it was about 12 feet up in the air. If that was a regular person, it would, it would have to ha have a long pole to hold the light up like that. Now, this was really weird. So it, when it, it got. It wasn't a train? No, no, no. When it got within maybe 30, 40 yards where we were, it walked off the tracks and into the woods and out of sight. So, what that was, who knows? But this was 1950, same time. The same, time. same time. Yeah, so right. so the, the idea that somebody could all be using things, a drone yeah. is not there. No, so, all these yeah. things I'm telling you now happened, the beginning of this, what I'm telling you now, all happened with the same uh, time frame in 1957, mm -hmm. I would mm -hmm. say. Okay. Okay, now, uh, what ties into that is, down in the park, past that area where we were parked, there was a little roadway that went off the main road in the park. Okay. So we're back in there. And at that time, must have been a little bit after that. Mm -hmm. A little bit after that, because I remember I changed cars. Now I had a, no, go ahead. Was all this in Ohio somewhere? Oh yeah, yeah, Brexville Reservation. Yeah. Okay. Brexville um, Park. Brexville Bees, uh, they're by like Macedonia-ish okay. area. Okay. Uh, he went to Kent State, Kyle, oh, for Daddy, a little bit. Yeah. So he's familiar with the area a yeah. little well, bit. Well, then you're familiar like Brexville, downtown Brexville? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah not too I, far. I, I know where it is, River, yeah. That was like Riverview Road area off of uh, 82. Okay. Blossom area, maybe. Is it close to Blossom? Uh, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. No, but not, not that far away. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just want to get geographical so people know, like, no you know, doubt. we're not in Canada. Somewhere. Northeast no, Ohio. No, no, no. Northeast yeah, yeah. Ohio. Right, right. So now, not too long after that, I had changed cars. I had a 55 Lincoln now. Mm -hmm. So we're parked off the road, a little dirt road, and I had the windows down. And I think it was also in the fall, fall time area. I heard something crack, like a branch. Then I'm listening, I hear something out. You could definitely hear something walking close to the car. Then I heard a scrape, like a claw, on the side of the car. But I never found any scratches the next day. Then this thing made a noise, and I'm not kidding you, it was as loud as what a lion would have done. It just, it just was hard to even explain the, the, the noise that this thing made. Man, I here again. I put the car this time in reverse instead of drive to get out of there. You and weren't I, you weren't doing like I wasn't, mushrooms or anything, were you? I wasn't like, drinking. <laughs> no, no. I wasn't doing roofies or, 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 or weed. But anyway, now listen. 
I put that car in reverse and I floored it, man. And when I backed out of here, I got off the road. And I was running over these trees, these saplings. You can see them popping up in front. Yeah. Now, what that was, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm telling you something, that was somebody screwing around. I mean, I don't think anybody would be that stupid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it, 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 I don't think a human being could have made a noise like that. And with all of these situations adding up, it doesn't seem like it was just like someone messing with you. If it was someone messing with so. you, maybe it was just like no, one no. time. But like, no, no. they're not masters no, 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 no. of right. deception messing with Bill Gale with three times. No. Here, here, <laughs> here's another interesting point about uh, Bexel Reservation. I don't know if you could look back or go to, to the library in Bexel. And that's what we're doing when we look at our phone, by the yeah. way. We're looking up some some stuff online. Right. So just so now, you know. At least, I think at least two or three. Uh, park rangers mm -hmm. in Bexel Reservation disappeared over the years and, and, and were never found. Stop. Now, this was years ago now. This isn't recently, but years ago. Now, whether they have any evidence that of that anymore, I mean, who knows? Okay, now. Now, what do, what do they think happened? Do they assume this was like a murder, maybe a suicide? I don't know. That's all I, I, I heard that at least two, two to three park rangers over the years disappeared out of there. Just gone. Yeah, but this was years ago. This might have went back to the 50s, maybe, right. maybe even the 40s. Right. Uh, on that point. So now it, it even gets a little more interesting. And after that, when I, I got married, uh, okay, to my wife, Mary and your grandmother, we're living in Bedford Heights. Northeast Ohio, still. In Ohio, yeah. yeah Northeast Ohio. So I'm getting ready. I don't know where we're going, somewhere, wedding or something. Marianne, hey, hey, come out here. She says, there's a UFO out here. I said, yeah, sure. So I'm in there, I'm combing my hair. And I come out, and this thing, it made no noise. It was about 100 feet up in the air. And it was, it looked like it had windows. And one window would go, would go out, one would come out. It'd give you the illusion that the thing was turning in the middle. And it was definitely a saucer shape, and it was huge. But by the huh. time I seen it, it was at the end of my street, which is maybe, what, 15, 2,000 feet long, maybe? 1,500 right. And But she seen it come right over the house. Never made a sound. Now, that was a definite UFO sighting, if you'll ever see one. Huh. You know what I mean? So I don't think I've ever... I've ever had that experience. But it's weird. Now it gets weirder yet. <laughs> now. Because it's not yet. <laughs> now, now, towards, now here's, here's something that happened. Uh, now, that was, let me give you the year on that. That had to be, I moved in that house in 1972. So it had to be maybe in the late 70s, mid to late 70s. That so time. you're talking, you know, a 20-year window so far that yeah. you've had yeah. now three experiences. Correct. But then I moved uh, to North Canton. All right, so it was on the news. I think it was the day after this experience, the second experience here. The, in East Lake, they seen a, a, something come out of the sky like a fireball. Mm -hmm. They didn't know what it was. The police went back there with four wheelers. They thought a plane had crashed. They couldn't oh. find anything. But just before that, a couple days before that or so, we're in the front room ready to go to bed, uh -huh. and I looked across the street. There's a woods there. You know, when I lived in North Canton, off of Cleveland Avenue, there was a light that was right like half below the top of the trees. I don't know, you probably estimate it wasn't really that big, maybe 30 foot diameter, if that. Now, we're watching this thing, and then it started going down behind the trees. 
Because you're the winner. The loser, you just see it drop and drop it. And I swear to God, when that thing got to the, to the near the, the bottom, near the, near, near the ground, it flashed like a flash bulb and just took off. Now, the next night, I get up to go to the bathroom. One night, that was Thursday night, the first time. Now, Friday night, I go to use the bathroom. I get up. I look out the bedroom or the bathroom window, and that's right in the line with the same, same area. Mm -hmm. I see the light again. This time, it's not behind the trees. It's sitting right on uh, just a little bit above the trees. The mm -hmm. same exact spot. <laughs> so I turned, and I went to wake my wife up, and we went back, and we looked, it was gone. And at the same time, I told you, I think it was a day after that one or whatever, that they had seen it in East Lake, and they had no idea what it was. Now, just, that was uh, probably 2005, between 2005 and 2008, somewhere in that mm -hmm. area. Isn't there um, like a Navy base or something nearby here? Like, I think in Warren, maybe? No, there's a Ravenna uh, or an Air Arsenal. Base? Ravenna Arsenal, Ravenna Arsenal is right off of 59 and 5 over here. Would they be flying? No, I yeah. Don't, I don't think so. Well, now that you mention that, it gets off the subject of here, though. <clears throat> They're thinking of putting an anti-missile base either over there, and that's close. And, you know, if, if, there's a, if, there, they, if they ever send a missile over here, you know what I mean? That's going to be one of the first places they're aiming for. <laughs> right. But no, I don't know. I don't we got to hurry up. You're going to get a little fallout. Yeah. <laughs> they, didn't say, they didn't say for sure where it's going over. That is a military base over there. But now here, let me tell you this. this but you don't, you don't suspect that, that they were testing equipment over there. And that, no, that would be no. the light that. No. No, I don't think so. Not, not, not. Because that's a quite a ways from uh, where we, we in North Canton. And it didn't look like a plane or a helicopter. Or no, something. no, no. It was stationary light that come down. Yeah. It, it, it actually resembled what I seen in 1957. It come behind the Cadillac and actually set down on the ground. Only this time, it was a reddish color instead of white. But it was round. It, it, it was just weird. So it was like the, the stereotypical UFO that you think of, like the yeah. flying saucer. Yeah, but the one in Bedford Heights that went over the house... There was no doubt about it, man. Yeah. Now, this is broad daylight, and you could see it. There was a saucer, and it made no noise. What the hell could be 100 feet up in the air, make no noise, and be moving slow through the air? It's impossible. Right. In, in 1970, and just to paint it a little bit more, Grandpa, your street, you were at the end of it. In 1970, was that factory there, too? Like, it wasn't like some kids playing with... A kite. There was no possibility no, of that. Because, no, 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 no. I mean, no, you could. No, you had a lot of land. You could see for a long Justin, this way. Is, this was daytime. No, no, I know, I know. Heights, it was daytime. This thing yep. was. This thing was. If you're ever gonna see something that looks like a flying saucer, man, this will yeah, be it. Absolutely. So yeah, and I just wanted to say, you like, you had a huge yard. I'm just saying for the listeners, it wasn't like, oh, some kids were maybe you didn't see them. No, it, it was not no, this possible. Went, this for this that. almost as it went over the house in Bedford Heights. It almost mm -hmm. followed the street. Mm -hmm. It almost like followed the street above the street. Well, I said yeah. 100, 150 feet in the air. I mean, this thing was low. Mm -hmm. You weren't looking up like, man, what's that up in the air? I can barely right. see it. It looks like you have. No, this was, mm -hmm. you've seen what it was. Yeah. yeah. So now here's another little thing that I could add to it. Now, Johnny Cray. My cousin. Yeah, wanted to go see where I seen that UFO in 1957. That thing come down. So I said, okay, I'll meet you at, at uh, 
uh, if that was uh, McDonald's in, in, in Brexville. I said, I'll meet there, we'll have a coffee, and we'll take a ride. Mm -hmm. So we got, took my car, and we went ahead to whatever, and then we went, went over there, and I showed them. Now, there's a couple spots off of Riverview Road. They're almost identical where the pull-offs are. And, you know, this is a long time. So I had to determine which one it was, which I was pretty sure it was. Then I went up the road and showed him where the house was, where at the time this girl that was with me that time, where she lived, well, that was gone. They took that down. So I was pretty sure, and where that spot, where, like I say, where that come down that time when I was in that Cadillac, right through the woods is, is where I, I seen the light that time. And then if you went the opposite way through the woods a little bit, it would be where I heard that noise and the scratching on that other car. So now here we are in 2000, not too long before I left over, maybe 2008, 9, maybe even 10 when I went over there with Johnny Quick. Yeah, I don't feel like it was that long ago. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. So we go over there and I'm showing them all this stuff. And so then we went back, we went back to, to, to uh, McDonald's and, I, and I'm going home. So to go home, I went down Riverview Road, the road you would take to get there. Or not Riverview, but Route 82. And on Riverview Road is where the sightings are seen. So as I'm approaching and just about up to Riverview Road on Route 82, and I'll swear to God, I, I had a, a sensation come over me, almost like an out-of-body type feeling. And it stayed for about a mile or, about a mile or so down the road. Then it just went away. It's... it's it's like a, a like a spirit. Like you hear like people, you hear people maybe, talk about ghosts. How, yeah. How do you know that they weren't weren't trying to make contact with me? I mean, who knows? What did you have to give them though? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, a lot of these people who who have experienced this stuff. How do you know that? How seem do, to they 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 seem to have something to offer. But here's the thing. How do you know that the first time? I seen that first first sighting in, in Bexville Park that time. How do you know I didn't make contact, or maybe they even abducted me and I didn't know it? Yeah. I mean, anything is possible. Your butt didn't hurt when you... No, no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no now this, this is kind of amazing. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, to be able to actually see one at low altitude in a daylight, mm -hmm. to see something land where you could have got out of your car and touched it, then that weird stuff... That I heard the noise and the, and, the, and the growling in the woods. I mean, you put it all together. It's just, it's just who knows? Who, who knows? And don't get me started on Bigfoot. Yeah, <laughs> that's another story. So I, real, real fast, I, I have one buddy. Uh, I used to work with this guy who he he went to Slippery Rock, um, and and he had uh, some sort of of UFO sighting that um, I guess he he said that he was like laying in a field. I think in, enjoying some. Some vitamins, if you will, um, and he uh, he said that he had the, this thing like just appear out of nowhere, out of the sky. Like there was no, you know, it wasn't the shooting star. It didn't have like the travel that it was yeah. just there. It was three bright lights that flashed like three times. They were all right next to each other, all the same size. They flashed like three times. He said probably two hundred feet in the air, and then just gone. Not not, not that you mentioned that. Listen to this one now. Believe it or not. <laughs> I was going to work, and at that time, I was coming across the 480 bridge, and I seen, like you say, five, six lights or whatever, right. in formation. This was the day after these were spotted at the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. Right. And like you're just about like you described it. 
These lights were flying in formation, and they looked like they veered into one, and they were gone. I swear to God. I wouldn't even have thought of it if you would have mentioned it again. I mean, Slippery Rock's not far from here. It's, I mean, by air, you're talking maybe 50, 60 miles. You're right, right. You know, so by plane or by UFO, yeah. it's not going to take too long to travel there. So right. could the, be the same, same object. The thing with UFO stories are, if somebody would tell me one, I, even though I've seen all this stuff over the years, and I'm not kidding you, I probably wouldn't believe them. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Because most of these stories are unbelievable unless you actually encountered it. Have you looked into other people in the air? Like, Google search it and see no, if No, yeah. Well, no, no. I got a hold of a guy. This guy was a doctor and whatever he was, PhD and stuff. And he was, he was ahead of one of these UFO uh, things on, on the internet. I forget the name of it now. And yeah. I did submit my story. In fact, I have all the papers. I have all the papers on this. What I'm telling you about is all in writing. I have it in my yeah. files. Every exact thing I'm telling you is in my files. Which I just want to cool. add real quick just for the listeners. Johnny Cray, my cousin, he wanted to, to take my grandfather back there because we've heard this story ever since I could remember. And my grandfather... Ever since the 50s? Uh, well, yeah, ever, <laughs> yeah, ever, <right>. since, <laughs> ever since we were... A lot, you know, growing up, you, right. our ten-year-old friends would want to come over and hear his story, hear and it's been the same every dang time. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Like the details that he's rattling off, the street names, yeah, the seasons. Change. Like to, that's why I believe you because it's literally ha- not one false step in twenty years of hearing the story and and all the details. Like yeah. I know it means something to you. I know it's. It, it happens. It so is, that, was hard to believe, too, if somebody's seen it more than once. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's very unusual. Right. You know what I mean? Once, you say, well, yeah, he could have something kind of weird. Now, it's just hard to believe. Mm-hmm. And I did have something on Bigfoot, if you want to even hear that. Um, so, so you want to save that for yeah, another time? I'm absolutely in on that. Um, one thing that I did find on a quick search is, I guess, in Girard, Ohio, Mm-hmm. Um, there was a sighting on, actually, this was 2017, July 7th, 2017. Um, the one you mentioned that was in the daylight. This is essentially the exact same story. From East Lake? Um, this is in Girard, Ohio. So I don't know how far away that I know um, it's fairly close. It could have been spotted in different areas, too. Um, right? Yeah, it says a Kate UFO case 85012, if anyone wants to look this up. Uh, I didn't even know UFO cases were a thing, but yeah, um, I got a bunch too, man. But keep going. But yeah, this says. I mean, there's a there's a write up. There's a video on here. I can't get it to load. It looks like it's almost nighttime in this video, um, but it sounds like it's the exact same thing that was that, that you saw in in the daylight. It was mm-hmm. super low to the you know. It's like oh, just the one, a, just the one above that came the house be below the trees. It came down. You're talking about that one I was telling you about. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, the one they reported in East Lake, I was telling you about. The yeah, day it's, before. it okay. says this was probably, it says 300 feet long, but it was round and it was really low to the ground. Mine might not, not been quite that big. That's pretty big, 300 feet. This was pretty good size, and uh, it did it, it moved slow, and then it just flashed and disappeared. And when they seen it in East Lake a day or before or after, I forget now, but they actually thought a plane had crashed. When they seen the flash go come and it hit the and it actually they looked like it hit the ground, but when they went there they found nothing. Huh. So, and I even walked back there 
when I seen those lights in, 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 in uh, North Canton that time, and I, I found nothing. I mean, you know, because there was snowing out there, at that time, there was snow on the ground. I didn't see any signs of anything and yeah, it done been, anything. It would have been pretty easy to track. Yeah, but what would a light be doing, you know, behind trees and then the next night on top of trees and, and then just disappeared? Now, one time, like I say, it just went, the first time, it just went down real slow and got near the ground and it went, kept getting smaller and smaller and like a flash bulb went off and it was gone. I mean, it's, it's just unexplainable. Hey, Grandpa, when did you report that? You said you talked to that guy. Well, that guy, I got, it, I'd have to look at the papers. Probably uh, before I come over here. Yeah, so, so like 2007? Here, I've been over here eight years. Mm -hmm. So I moved out of there in 2011. Mm -hmm. Roughly 2007, eight, mm -hmm. no more than that time. So I'm looking up this national UFO sighting uh, But I, I can pull these files out. Yep. Uh, when I get a chance or even now or whatever you want to do later. And I'll show you that I reported all of this. Okay, because, yeah, and It'd I think... It'd be cool to have a picture of that. If, if you don't care, we take a picture of it. Just so, you know, people can see it if they want to... Yeah. yeah, and I'm on nuforc.org. And I'll tell you the name of that. I'm all the way down, but there... I, I, actually, excuse me, I, I actually had that uh, posted mm -hmm. on, online, but I, I, I can't yeah. remember exactly the... So... But it's this is the this might be it because there's a UFO sighting in Brexville on September first, nineteen fifty seven. Oh, you found at that? eleven o'clock at night. Are you kidding? And you see, it's in the state of Ohio. The shape was a circle. How long did it last? The sighting was three minutes. It was twenty foot, uh, twenty feet in diameter. That's a glowing, what I seen. a glowing UFO landed a few feet from my car, and it was reported two one two thousand seven. I wonder if that's yours. He, yeah, he, that's what that's you're yours. Yeah, that's your. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that so I I have it, man. So yeah. I, I can look at. How you find that on there? Uh, well, take a look at. So again, the website is nufo.rc.org. Marianne, that, that's my Mark this. Come here a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, I just want to mark that down. That's exactly. That sounds like mine. So look, I'm scrolling, guys, because I got to get back up to the top. I had to scroll all the way down to 1957. He found, he found the, the but report on there. These are all UFO sightings. I'm just going, wow. going, hey. going, going. So there's there's thousands probably. Dude, legit. Potential. At least high hundreds. No doubt. So it's the Ohio National UFO Reporting Center. And so I'm clicking on it. And, dude, there was one in Aurora, Ohio, where I wow. work February 3rd this year. There was one this year, March twelfth. Wow. It was a light. It was a long line of lights going on and off. This is Ohio's reporting center. You could there's ones in Brook Park. So this is this is just Ohio. In to, Brunswick, to put it in perspective, correct. this is only Ohio. Yeah, but that's seen all over the country. This kind of stuff. It's right. Just, yeah. It's just weird. I mean, I know I've seen recently um, with like the launch of SpaceX and everything Elon Musk has going on. They um, a couple of the shuttles that they launched. People reported them as UFOs because uh -huh. it's like a like a mm -hmm. burning, right, you know, right. a, a burning light of some sort. Yeah. yeah we watch that once in a while, and, and, yeah. and then they, sometimes they say it's a plate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, well, oh, there's no. a lot of there's yeah. a lot of hoaxes out there. That's what, what a lot of people don't believe anything. And, mm -hmm. and there was no Elon Musk launching Teslas into the, into the no, sky in 1957. No. <laughs> so. You're right. That's right. Honest. Like, yeah. and that's one one thing I'm trying to get across to these young leaders. 
uh, listeners rather, they're like, oh, maybe it was a drone or somebody flying a kite. Like, no, it, it wasn't. No. It, not, no. no. There not, was no not technology. This time. Well, not, correct. Not, no flying right. technology at that point. Not right. at that time. Right. right. That's good. What I, what, what, what that one we seen in yeah. Bedford Ice, there's no doubt about it. That was a UFO. You saw it flying over. She's seen it better than I did. D- yeah. D- uh, Jody and Debbie seen it too. Yeah. Your mother was the only one that didn't see it. She says there's a UFO. Debacle seen it too. Remember the debacles? No, I don't know those. They're across no. the street there. They see me. Oh. Yeah, they see Follow up episode. <laughs> no, she's yeah, they see me. Yeah, but I think the father and mother are probably dead by now. Yeah. I was just telling Justin, don't get me started on Bigfoot. I got some pretty good Bigfoot. You want to save that for next time? Let's do no, it. Let's, let's do dive it. into wait, it. Wait, wait. Is there anything else on the UFOs before uh, we go to Bigfoot? That is pretty much everything. And let me see if I can find that before you go. And okay, great. Did he tell you about the ones we saw in Union Tunnel? Yeah. Yes, the lights yes. behind the trees. I woke yeah. up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and there's yeah. a light, then and we, I woke him up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then we went to see Johnny Then the, the next, next day. day, he saw so Johnny it, was but I was still that. in bed, though. He wait, wait, wait. This was, so you had plans to go with Johnny Cray, and you saw this thing. On a Saturday. Oh, yeah. wait, wait a minute. Wait. Then in, in uh, Westlake or whenever... East Lake. They East seen Lake. it. They seen it too, and it was on the news. It was on the news. It was on the news. Yeah. I had paper share. If I can find them, she yeah. there. I actually contacted uh, what was it, Channel Eight, and I oh, talked yeah. to somebody over there. I reported it to them too. Oh, gee. So wait. So there's two things I want to talk about real quick. First, East Lake in comparison to uh, North Canton is how far? The same thing. Oh, no, I no, no. You're talking. Uh, just, well, 40 miles, 45 miles. A good hour. Good uh, hour. Yeah, a good hour. Just away. for you listeners, that's 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 the um, distance. And a little then, bit of a distance, yeah. So just so we're clear, Grandpa, you said it in 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 uh, Uniontown, you saw it twice. Or two nights, a Thursday and a Friday, and, and they seen it in East Lake. On the Either the, the, the day before or the day after. I yeah. forget which I it think was. I think it was the day same. It was unbelievable. But you had plans that Saturday, the, the very CGI. next day, to go see my cousin who lives far away from you too, which you probably made plans before. I did. And Correct. so what are the chances that you see it Thursday, Friday when you're going back, Saturday to yeah. have this out-of-body experience? Yeah. And I told you, when I told her what I felt, when I, when I left him and went by Riverview Road, mm-hmm. it was just like you were on drugs. And we know I've never been on drugs. <laughs> I'll tell you something. As soon as I was approaching Riverview Road to about a mile down, I felt like I was out of it. always said that. Yeah. I felt like I was out of it, man. And I don't mean I, I didn't feel good. I just, right. it's hard to explain. Yeah. And if they were trying to contact you, dude, I mean, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that throws me they, for a loop, man. They were doing a good job. They it. were trying. <laughs> Seriously. Honestly, You're right. You're right. what yeah. are the chances that you... And grab Thursday, Friday, and then you were going Saturday. Right. That's weird to me. It now, is. one other point I'd like to say. Yeah. If this ever happens again, where I actually would see a UFO come on the ground. Would you I touch w- it? I would get on it. Yeah. And I'm out of here. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way. You Sorry till today that you didn't yeah. go up to it. The only Sorry. way you're going to get. Because the girl he was with, not me, that's right. That's right, Grandma. Yeah. That's uh, the only way hurt. <laughs> you're going to get out of the world alive. Yeah. Get on a UFO. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you never know. Or a shuttle and don't come back. So, <laughs> when, so when you when you report these um, to, is, is there a certain per- person you report them to? Yeah. He, he had, there was a UFO website. The guy was Dr. So-and-so. 
and I reported it to him. It, he had the he had the whole thing I told him online, and I made copies of everything, and then I couldn't get him to go back online again. It would happen is he moved to Florida. And he was out. He didn't want to be around. <laughs> what but if I, he was taken? But I did gone. I did locate him again. He knew too much. I located yeah. him in Florida. Now, he was probably surprised. I had his name. <laughs> he's like and, this. He's like this crazy old man won't leave me alone. And he said, he told me that uh, that he shut the website down because he was no longer in that doing that, and he was doing some kind of stuff in in, in Florida. How do how do people react? Like when you report that, how did he react? No, he was into it. He he was well, a, he, that he was, was a, his website. He was UFO. a believer. Okay. Oh yeah, sure. He, that was his website, and he was writing articles. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I even got papers that I sent to. Uh, they might even show when they when they answered me back from the news media on that. That how, was over Eastlake. How many people have called you crazy? Not too many. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of people love crazy. It's, <laughs> yeah, everyone knows already. I mean, it's it's more than a believable story for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like you mentioned, like just how detailed it is. Like it, it's really hard to just make up a detailed story like that. Yeah, um, and, and, be it's, true and especially car- carry it over sixty some years. Yeah, and I said just twenty, but yeah. you're right. He's been telling the same one for much longer. Yeah, um, but it's just his word. But the one, the one time that I could have walked up and touched that, mm-hmm. you'd have to call it a UFO. Whether it was looked like a saucer or whether it glowed, when it comes on the ground and sits, you know, within feet, and you're able to go out and touch it, mm-hmm. what else could it be but UFO? What did it look like it's made out of metal? You couldn't tell. It, it if you took the moon and shrunk it down, the color of the moon, that kind yeah. of grayish, silverish, whatever we want to call it, whitish light, and when that come down in, in 1957, in the part or, or off Riverview Road. That thing looked, it come like, what, you see a, a falling star? And I'm talking within two, three seconds. But boom, it was on the ground. That thing was moving, Daddy. And you could have you got out of that cat car and touched it. When I looked in a rear view mirror, all you seen was white. Like you had a, the background of the moon sitting behind it. It, it was weird. Did it touch the ground or yeah, did it, it was, just it hover had, above it, it? It had to be sitting there. All I seen in the rear view mirror was white. Yeah. And I could have got out of the car. And I was going to get out. Until she started screaming and crying, and it scared the hell out of me. I put that baby in drive, and I floored it. Yeah. But I couldn't. That's the one time in, a, that's in your lifetime you'll ever, it probably don't, you'll, most people will never have that out. I could have yeah. at least got out and looked at it. Could you imagine if I would have, back then, nobody carried cameras. Right, yeah. If you would have got out of that car and took a shot at me. Mm-hmm. Of course, it might have just shown us a bright light. Right. Yeah. But it was weird. But I mean, transition into Bigfoot. You take a picture of it; it's you know it's going to be blurry. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Bigfoot! Yeah, that kind of. I never actually seen no Bigfoot stuff. Now that now back in the park when I heard that noise, who the hell, who knows what that is? How do people know that Bigfoot isn't affiliated with UFOs? They don't know that either. It's mm. a good point. Now, I do have a quick story on Bigfoot. Okay, now this guy was from Southern Ohio. I used to he was my supervisor, so we decided. We wanted to go on a Bigfoot hunt because they were reporting Bigfoot down in Southern Ohio at the time. Mm. So these two guys that worked at a trailer shop, they cut two big feet out of cardboard and they put my name on one yeah. <laughs> and they put Jeffrey's name on the other. And you know, I, I had those and I lost them. Those things would have been, 
Oh, my. But anyway, <laughs> getting back to Bigfoot. It was Clyde, Ohio, and the guy's name was uh, Peoples, if I, if I can remember rightly, out of Clyde, Ohio. Clyde, Ohio. That's what I <laughs> Thanks, <described>. Grandma. <laughs> so I read the article. It was in the paper. So first thing I did, I got the number of any Henry Peoples in Clyde, Ohio. So I called down there. His daughter answers the phone. I asked her to talk to her father. She said, he gets on the phone. I said, I understand you've seen Bigfoot. He says, I've seen Bigfoot, all right. I says, what do you look like? I told him, then I give the guy some BS. I said, I'm not a gun and tackle store up here. I says, uh, yeah, he probably talks to make a few bucks. Who knows? But uh, he says, I've seen He says, you're Bigfoot, all right. He says, about, about seven, eight foot. Yeah, he's about eight foot tall, he says, and his eyes glowed in the dark. And even to this day, a lot of people are reporting that when they think they see Bigfoot or whatever, their, their eyes are always glowing like a red. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I never made a downer to see that. But what me and your grandmother did see Years and years ago, probably in the 70s, in the Severance Mall, this guy had a, a semi and a tractor trailer, and the trailer was refrigerated to uh, 111 below zero. Mm -hmm. And he had a body in there. He didn't call it Bigfoot. At that time, there was no Bigfoot. No one even heard the name Bigfoot. Early 70s, I think it was. So Bigfoot's a new thing. Uh, after the 70s, but we did, yeah, yeah. They call it a Yeti. They call it, but anyway, he called it like a caveman. You know what I mean? He didn't call it anything from that or sort of keep the government from messing with him. And I'm not kidding you. This thing was, was frozen in ice, but very, maybe two, three inches of ice over it. And the arm, the arm, on a way, we went out to Severance Mall, and this guy had found this, whatever you want to call it, body, what we call it for now, if that was ever a Bigfoot, this would have been it. The hair was maybe eight inches long, if not, if not more. The hands weren't like fingers and a thumb. It was more like a, a claw, like a mitten would look. Mm -hmm. And its arm, and I'm not kidding you, I forget which arm it was now, was going over like this and was down as far as his knee on the other side. This thing had a reach. He could have grabbed, if, if he was alive, he could have pulled you out of that chair for sure. <laughs> So but, to paint a picture, we're probably five feet apart or so. Yeah, he, so that's they had a reach on him, man. Then his head was smashed from the bridge of his nose all the way on one side. It was like gone. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that happened. Got and clubbed. How he yeah. found this, this guy was an airplane pilot. And he spotted it by air. And went back on his own expedition, I guess you'd call it, and brought this thing back. Mm. And he had all kinds of, of stuff on, on, on the glass when you look down through it. With a Smithsonian Institute, you know, the, the, the paperwork and that. The Smithsonian Institute looked at it. All kinds of uh, people have looked at it, scientists and that. They said they can't, they don't know what it is. Because between the, the hair, you could see almost a pinkish color in spots. And they said if that was wax at 111 below zero, it was split. Wax mm -hmm. won't pull up in that kind. It will not tolerate that kind of uh, low temperature. Hmm. And this thing was huge. Oh, had to be eight foot or more, at least. This was yeah. big. How but much do you think it weighed? Oh, crazy. It's hard to say. Mm -hmm. 300, I mean, eight, eight 300 three something. Easy. As I say, eight foot tall, you would think. Three, 350. I mean, it was huge. This thing was yeah. really big. 
It looks just it looks just like what you would think Bigfoot would look like. Let's put it that way. But in Bigfoot, nobody even heard of it before. Was he hairy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That hair is about eight inches long or more. It hands like a claw. It was big. He charged twenty five cents to see it at the time. What a deal! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, incredible. That was weird. What that was all about, I don't know. Yeah. But there's. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of weird stuff out there, yeah. and, and until you see a UFO or anything, you're not gonna believe it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just it, especially in today's generation, like uh, Instagram and everything, all the Photoshop. Like even if somebody snaps a picture of Bigfoot, my instant reaction is, "Oh, that's fake." Well, yeah, just yeah. because Photoshop's way too easy now, do, right? But back by Kyle's hometown in around Oil City, yeah, Pennsylvania. Right. So I was talking to my uh, one of my mother-in-laws, and and she. Um, what are your mother-in-laws? Yeah. How many yeah. mother-in-laws you got? <laughs> extra, <laughs> ma- extra marriage. Got a bonus what are you a, big, what are you a, yeah. big, you a bigamist? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think we got. I think we got to tell you the wife we know. No, yeah. <laughs> so, but the, she works in um, something to do. And one of the. Uh, families in your around Oil City, dude. They worship and believe in Bigfoot, and they go really? out into the mountains and they go on these um, journeys. They'll spend the night looking for them and worshiping them. Say that they found them. Like it's a real thing. To you ever, to see, you ever see that show, it. Finding Bigfoot? No, I see quite a few. Let me ask you something real quick. Where's Shenango, PA? Did you ever hear that? Shenango. Shenango. Yeah, so that's um. Kind of like Newcastle area. Uh, there was a sighting, a Bigfoot, not a sighting, but an encounter back in in the seventies. I still remember that. I heard it on the radio, okay, and they only had it on the radio one one time. They said they, they two hunters were hunting. They said this thing was at least eight foot tall, at least, and I think it was one or two. Anyway, one of the hunters shot one of them, and they said the thing screamed like a baby, and they got they took off, they got away. Then they found a mucusly, mucus-type membrane with hair on it. They analyzed it. They said it wasn't human and it wasn't animal. And then the whole story, the whole story disappeared. Never heard no more about it. Shenango PA. So that might be one that you might be able to find some. Huh. I remember that. That was back in the 70s. That was huh. back in the 70s. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, some, of the, some of these people that, that hunt Bigfoot, I mean, they're... They're in it to win it. Yeah. I mean, that's life for them. Like, on, on this show, like, they have they have a TV show. These people go out in the woods, and they have, like, a Bigfoot mating call that they use. Whoa. I mean, I'm not going to do it for you. Right. But I, I know what it sounds Come like. Come on. I'll, I'll pull it up. How about All right. That, that fair. Because I'm not going to do it. Yeah. We don't need Bigfoots <laughs> coming in on UFOs over here because of your <laughs> mating call. <laughs> but, I mean, what, what blows my mind is, how, like, if Bigfoot has never been caught, that's yeah, caught that's... or anything, how do we know? What a Bigfoot mating call is like, right? Yeah, you know. So like, I'm I'm more of a believer in UFO than I am Bigfoot. Yeah, you know when they when they when that guy seen him down there that that people's guy Henry Peoples in Clyde, Ohio. I was telling you about. They had another ad in the paper said if you're coming down here to look for hunt for Bigfoot, mm-hmm. he says. Don't worry about Bigfoot getting you. He says, worry about getting shot by one of these trigger hammer hunters. No doubt, yeah. Well, I remember that. Yeah. 
Well, you're in Bigfoot, all right. <laughs> Eight foot tall, his eyes glow in the dark. I'm going to tell what the hell, what kind of wine were you drinking? Probably had some purple crow wine. <laughs> we used to drink that when we were young. We used to drink Ripple. Ripple? I don't oh know about God. that. Oh, my God. We went fishing one time and drinking Ripple wine. <laughs> By the time we got done, all the... All the all the cripples up in the trees are falling and falling in the creek. Oh my god. Alright, I don't know what this is gonna sound like. But uh I'm I'm blindly walking into a video, so bear with me here. If it loads, I don't know if it'll load. About to be an ad calling it. I don't know. We'll get to it. Once we'll get to the main Once you hear a random yell mm -hmm. of some sort, that's that yeah. <laughs> yeah. And while you're waiting on that, Kyle, how are we doing on time, man? Uh, we're about 49 minutes right now, so we got another 10 minutes or so. So, Grandpa, okay. I just want to talk about maybe one, maybe two more things while we have you here. Um, alligators or caimans, we'll start there if that's okay. Oh, my God. Let me just bring this up. <laughs> so, my grandfather had three pet caimans. Right. What's a caiman? A speculated caiman is a dwarf caiman. Now... In South America, these big caimans, they get like 18 feet. These would get maybe six feet long. And they get a pretty good-sized girth on them. And they were nasty. And Probably we, as nasty or nastier than a crocodile. They were, they were mean. But they looked like an alligator, essentially. Right. right. So, so anyway, my, my friend of mine's wife worked at the Bayou Cafe in Berea. Okay. And they had them in there for show in a tank. And mm -hmm. they, they were fairly good size, but not real big at the time. So I went and I bought them. 75 bucks a piece, I bought three of them. Oh, that's a good deal. Then two guess, of them, yeah. two of them <laughs> were picking on the other one. So they bit part of his tail off, so oh, I got rid geez. of him. I took him out to Heights. Uh, I tried to give him away to Heights uh, Pet Store. Okay. <laughs> you didn't just drop him in the lake somewhere? No. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen to this. So I'm out in the garage outside, and I'm making a cage for these things. Big yeah. cage. I had Lexon glass. For the yeah, I remember that. Did so the neighbor. Yeah, yeah Graham. So the neighbor goes, <laughs> she goes, What's Bill doing with all that stuff out there? She says, he's building a cage for his caimans, they're like alligators. She says, hey, she says, I love Bill, she said, but I think he's crazy. <laughs> so anyway, I I put I built the thing. Oh man, these things are huge. That, so, that's when they we so, first got them. So we got a picture of the, the caimans in front of us here. These these are full blown alligators. Like, I mean, there's no hiding that. Like, <laughs> no, you know exactly. Yeah. Was this legal to own at the time? No. no. Well, according to Bedford Heights, they were. <laughs> the, hey, listen to this. The fireman come in the house. He seen him in a tank. Okay. Oh wow. So, that was small. So he goes yeah, back. Yeah. So he that were small then. So he goes back. Incredible. And he tells the police. He says, "Hey, Gail, we've got exotic animals." So he says, they're, "They're not. They're illegal." Is that weird that I looked at this book? Just so a friend of mine was a detective there. So he come over there and he was telling me. I said, "You know what?" I says, "If they don't want me to have these." Caymans, he says, tell them to come and take them out of the tank. <laughs> I said, and they never come back. I never. <laughs> so anyway, know what I used to do? I had a Wait, hold on. No one's going to come get those because no one wants to touch the thing. No. Like, it has nothing to do with protecting your area. No one wants to yeah. touch it. Yeah. I mean. So, so now <laughs> listen, I had, a, I had a hole, a good-sized hole drilled. Not drilled, but cut out. And I'd use stainless steel forceps and I'd feed them chicken legs. And if you try to open it, then they had a hatch that would open up. You open that up, that, that one would go for it like that, and you try to try to get out. Oh, they were nasty. So anyway, now I shut, I had to sell the house. I was moving. Okay. I said, what are we gonna do with the cameras? Mm -hmm. So I took everything apart and I got a hold I oh a guy was helping me get them out. 
And this guy had a short, I had a short handle with the noose. I said, now you hold him here while I get ready. And this guy's getting scared. He says, I can't hang on to this. Rightfully so. So <laughs> he got, he found a couple guys or somebody and, and he brought his buddies with them from Southern Ohio that mm -hmm. would come and get the Caymans. So anyway, we had to go, uh, or he went down and picked the guys up on his own. I said, I ain't driving down. He, he rather than him get his hand ripped off, he rather, so he went down and brought these guys back. <laughs> so I give him the two Caymans, we, we got, finally got him out of the tank, got some tape on their mouths. Two weeks later, almost to the day, we're watching 11 o'clock news. What do we see? Two Caymans in Southern Ohio that somebody threw alongside the road with their, with their head stick. Those idiots probably were afraid I'd mess with them or whatever, and they just let them go. But they were still alive. So then, listen, I, and then I give the idiots the cage. When I took the cage down, there was a little bit of black mold. But it, it just looked like a, like a discoloration on the floor. But it was dry. If you ever get mold, the first thing you want to do if you can remove it is put water on it. I swept it. And that went airborne. Oh, and I got it in my voice box. <clears throat> I almost died. Three days later, I was in intensive care. Black I remember that, yep. My throat was closing up. <clears throat> to this day, it feels like it did damage to it. Black mold will kill you. Oh, I'm sure. But if, like, you ever, if you ever remove it or think you have mold, you got to wet it first. And make, so I would still have a respirator on. That stuff is a killer. The white mold, a lot of bases will have white mold. I'd be careful with that too, but the black mold is a killer. Okay. That stuff's nasty. So life, anyway, life lessons good for to you. know, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so we went we had quite a few little episodes and things over the life, you know. Yeah. Then, well anyway, Grandpa, thank you so much. Any uh uh final words for our listeners out there before we let you go? Any well, words words of wisdom? Well, everything I told you guys today is hundred percent true, number one. You I know that. And uh, I wish you guys luck with what you're doing here. Thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you. You know, a UFO, get out. <laughs> yes. And you never know how many stories I may have between now and down the road. That, yeah, and maybe another, yeah. We and we talk about maybe a follow-up episode because my grandfather, I don't know if we got it on, uh, um, on this podcast or not, but maybe it was off air, but he's going to take us maybe to um, Brexville State Park. Yeah, I'll show you exactly yeah. where I see that. And that could be a follow-up episode, perhaps, yeah. down the line. And you can take so. pictures and go from there. And we'll put them up on our website, so that could be some good stuff. But anyway, right. thank you, listeners. We appreciate you. Table for two. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks again. Okay, don't mention it. <laughs>